What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. My brother. What's up, bro? There we go. What's up with you, my guy? I'm calling, man. How about you? Can't complain, man. You know, today game day for the men's league, so we back. We back hooping, man. Yeah, bro. What, tonight late, I'm assuming? Seven o'clock. That's not too bad. Yeah, straight. Not too bad, bro. Of course I couldn't make it to that one. I know. I was, we started we trying to schedule it. Dude told us 11 o'clock. I said, well, look like my boy G won't be back this week. <laughs> Man. Well, before we even dive into all that, bro, we are on, what, episode 83 of the Breaking Barriers pod. Um, shout out to Anchor for letting us create, Spotify, Apple Pod, everyone that taps into our episodes. I know it's been about a drop, but there's been a lot of stuff going on outside of the podcast that we're excited to talk about here today really yes sir let's get to it hey bro so i mean normally people would be like i mean what are you talking about g like there's no way you could go play with marky you live in maryland he plays in ohio that type of thing right but i recently moved to the pittsburgh area yes sir um so i'm only like an hour and 20 minutes from Farrell, from the hometown from my family from seeing you seeing ike seeing everybody so we'll definitely be able to get together a lot more and I'm excited, man. It still really hasn't hit yet. Nah. I, yeah, like, when you was at practice, I just felt like it was, like, a, a Christmas break or something. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, you was here visiting the family, so you was like, oh, I might as well come get in the gym. But mm-hmm. it's definitely real. Definitely real. Right. That's what, Honestly, bro, it's normally, like, a couple of days I'm home. Maybe I pop by the gym. Maybe I can't just in regards to timing. But right. now that I'm actually out here in Pittsburgh, like, just kind of chilling. We're recording at a different time due to just different scheduling. Uh, I mean, we'll figure all that stuff out later, but right. it's just crazy. I mean, I actually will be able to run with the Breaking Barriers squad here in the coming weeks, coming months, like the rest of the year, everything like that, man. It's, it's going to be fun. Jersey already, so it's not like – Finally, bro. Not like I haven't worn it once, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, no, I, wore, I wore it when we first got him. Time to, to take the dust off, bro. Man, yeah, it's man. crazy. It's though. dope. It's dope, though, because you know we finally, bro, won't be looking like an outsider. You know, it's like you picking up with people you already know. So it's like you basically left off where you was at in Baltimore playing good basketball, and um, it's gonna be dope for sure. That's why I mean, gotta give a shout out to my sister Danielle for letting me. I'm gonna be staying with her for a couple weeks until I get my my own spot. A lot of this kind of happened quickly. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to Big Sis, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it's a blessing. I mean, I went away there. It's crazy. I was out there for like four years. It's basically like, it was like a college, college stint. A little college uh, run real quick. Two professional moves out there. Learned a lot personally, professionally, everything. Played a lot of basketball for sure. I'm going to miss the boys out there that hooped with Tim, Neil, Ty, everybody, but. Shout out to Tim, Neil, and everybody else, man. Yeah. I'm going to find my way here, so. Oh, yes. That's easy, though. Definitely excited, bro. And honestly, now, if we're talking about, like, D10, 
basketball, whippy old basketball. Like, I paid attention to it out there, but I'm going to definitely tap in way more closely now, you know? Yeah, bro. I mean, it's, it's you, now you back for everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, now it's not like I got to send you something and you be, like, all the way down there, but I got to tap in. Like, most likely you'll be sending me stuff from around here that we both can tap into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's always it's always a, a, a good and a bad to it, but I don't really think there's no bad besides the fact, you know, like, you had to leave the people you real acquainted with down there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously, you know, you back with the people you started with as well. So Exactly. You know, like you said, it's a blessing and you're thankful for everything that you came across, but ain't nothing like family. No, not at all. And that's so, like, it was tough, man, being, like, five hours, five and a half hours away from everybody. Now I'm only, like, an hour away, you know? So right. that's a whole different ball game. Exactly. Um, yeah, so definitely going to be playing a lot of ball around the Pittsburgh area. If anyone is trying to hoop, if anyone needs work in the training regard, stuff like that, hit me up either definitely. here on social media, through my cell, like, whatever. I'm definitely trying to just expand in this area, too, because obviously now – like we've been talking about over the last couple of years, like now more than ever, we'll be able to get together, hoop together, train together. And like, I mean, there's just a lot more opportunities for us as like a brand to grow. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. And it's like, we was trying to basically rush and do what the fans wanted us to do, you know, in the first couple of years, but it was like, um, we didn't rush it. Thank God. And um, our timing is, probably the best time that we could have it you know so we've been learning more about this content side and you know just everything period so now that we kind of know a little more we can start trying to dive in head first and you know get better as we go now that you're much closer exactly i mean like even if you come out this way i go to you guys we can go to ohio like there's just like endless opportunities now now that's not a million miles away so we have we have three areas to technically Mm -hmm. shoot content so that's that's actually dope and, you know, like, honestly, bro, like, we talked about it. It was either last year or the year before trying to get together, like, an AAU squad where, obviously, that's much more feasible now. Right. Like, there's and a lot of stuff we can get can get rolling. It's exciting. So, so much in the, in the uh, mix, bro. It's, like, everything that people probably thought we forgot about or, or let die down is still right there brewing. It was just all in God's timing and, you know, the best timing for us. Right. It's all part of the plan. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, Definitely, I'll be back. I'll be in the scene a lot more. Um, like you talked about a little bit ago, like we were able to actually get together this week, earlier this week. Yeah, uh, We were with your eighth grade squad, which that was an interesting situation in its own. But it was cool. I was able to meet your players, work with them a little bit, get up and down a little bit. I mean, it was just fun, man. You met the, the rock star team that – everywhere they went this year seemed to be famous so yeah <laughs> a lot of them followed me after that practice it was funny but, yeah they was like is that cheesy was, i'm like duh like, <laughs> but you know it was it was dope to get you in the gym wish it could have been a game but you know we ain't gonna go there so we'll just we'll leave it at that right at least uh give a little like roundabout on your season as a whole now that it's officially over i mean the last time we recorded i think you had maybe one or two more games Left. Last, it was nah, like, last time we recorded, we was like eight, seven, six and oh. We were six and oh. Okay. I know it's been a month since we dropped on the dot. Yeah, kind of, I remember it because we when we got off the pod, we had Kennedy and Hickory that week, week which was okay. also my birthday week. So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I remember that. So, I mean, yeah. how'd the season end up for the people that don't know? You know, we 
heading into the week other part when we had it, we were six and zero, you know, and then we went in that 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 week and we won and we went eight and zero, and then we went into the next week, which was the big week that I was, you know, talking about, and we split. We we won the one against Kennedy, which was a a, a very talked about game, you know, due to mm-hmm. my little dog Mark Johnson who was averaging thirty the whole year by himself, and um, you know, we handled that game and then went into Hickory, um. You know, it's, you've seen the game. I ain't mm-hmm. got to explain, you know, the, the inside details. But, you know, it was a tough fought game. Went into overtime, lost by one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, then we finished the season 14 and 15 and two. So, I mean, I bro, you can't ask for much more. Uh, exactly. I was talking, um, you know, our boy Ike. Shout out to Ike about it. Ike Bug, I, was talking, yes, sir. I was talking to my boy Malcolm. Shout out to Malcolm because his, mm-hmm. birthday, his birthday is tomorrow. So, shout out to hey. my, my dog. I'm actually going to party in a couple hours. So, there we go. Um, Be on the lookout for that kid too within District Ten, oh within Western God. PA basketball. See, he's special. nice. So special. Stay um, in the gym, keep working, Lolo. Yeah, for sure. Do? For sure. Um, he was. Uh, I was talking to him yesterday too, as well about it, and I was just like, you know, uh, some people came in our practices, or the seventh grade were looking like, oh, this eighth grade having fun. Like, why can't we have fun like that? But I'm like, they're winning, and they're winning at a high level. They're playing good basketball. <laughs> They're listening to everything I got to say. You know, I mean, of course, they're eighth grade kids. They're not going to be to the T, but they're doing what I'm asking of them. They mm-hmm. come into practice. They're working hard. They work hard in the games. They're not getting technicals. They're not talking back to the refs. You know, they're respectful kids when I ask them to be and everything else. So, you know, you got to reward them, and they win it. You know, it's like I right. could be a drill sergeant all day, but at some time, at some point, you got to let them be themselves in order to, you know, want to come back to it and – um it was a special year. You know, the way you saw us work today is how we worked majority mm-hmm. of the, the days and practices, you know, but they would have a day to be themselves and have fun and kind of lay back and relax. And I feel like that's why they had the 15 and two season they had. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was kind of like a full circle moment though, at least on my end, because obviously we talk daily, not just about high school, college, NBA ball, but like your squad. And then we talk about on the podcast whenever we record, so it's like being able to put faces to names, one, and being able to just kind of see the group as a whole and kind of let the world know, like, you weren't capping on anything that you were talking about with that group. That's definitely a special group in the sense that, like, they wanted to be there, which is cool to see. After as the season technically ended, bro. Mm-hmm. They wanted not to be in the wrong. gym. No, you're good. They wanted to be in the gym, and, like, they were very, very coachable. I mean, to be fair, like, I was just like a random dude coming in your guys' practice. First time they every- ever see you in their life. Right, everything I was kind of dishing out. Obviously, I'll bounce it off you, but then you'd be like, "Hey, Coach, do you got something to say?" They're very kind of locked in and just took whatever I was saying and kind of implemented it right away. Right, you know, just like some kids, it takes a little bit more time for things to click, but that's normal. I'm but the kidding. ones that yeah. want to be there and like really hoop, like you could see it, and that's that's all you could ask for as a coach, man. For sure. I mean, if you look at it, bro, it was like. Like you said, you was, that was the first time I ever seeing you. So it's like every time I gave you the opportunity to talk or anything like that, they was all eyes locked in because they know I'm not going to bring nobody around them who don't know the game or ain't going to tell them anything right. Mm-hmm. So so it was like it was almost like you've been there the whole year. You know, you you didn't mind talking. You didn't mind helping or doing a little thing. And, you know, me and Ike was talking like that felt normal. Almost like us three being the coaching staff, bro. I know, bro. It, it was just a smooth selling practice, and like you said, the guys wanted to be there, and 
they was just so hard, bro. They couldn't play, bro. Like, still. I right was now, sick, too. I'm not even going to lie. Still, right now, like, they want to play, bro. Like, they bugging me. Can we play, coach? Can can you get us to the tournament? Like, I just feel so bad because, like you said, that group was something special. And they they proved a lot of people wrong this whole year. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like, I was being told what they wasn't going to do, what, how if they played competition because they couldn't do this and that. And the whole year, they just made everybody bite their words, bro. And it was – it was the reason why I say it was a special group is because no, they didn't have everybody who could average twenty, but they had guys who fill in the pieces that needed to be filled. You know, so mm-hmm. it was just like, how do you um, have a group like that and not cherish it? You know, so I mean, I, like I said before, I've had undefeated season before, I've had other championship teams, but by far this is the best group I coached for sure. And that's like, I'm just thinking here, like coaches on any level they'll always be like oh like I love all my players and like that's true anyone that I've ever worked with trained coach whatever like I think of them very highly but you know there's always that certain group or those certain kids that you're like okay like I remember them a little bit more for this reason that reason right yeah so like I feel like that's your group right now you know like those are the boys that you're gonna remember for how many years moving forward oh man forever bro and it's crazy because um, I remember the group at Sharon. I remember them vividly. Like I remember, I remember them groups because, like, I had them starting, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was so. Of course, I remember them. But it was like this group. I remember them because I was with them for two years as well. Every group I've coached, I've had for at least two years. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So I got I got the opportunity to get to know them the first year and, and they get to know me and fill me out as a coach. And then I got the opportunity the next year to really be that coach I am, you know. Mm-hmm. And you get to know the parents. Like, that's a big thing, too. To exactly. Exactly, bro. So it was just like this year was the year where I was kind of nervous at the beginning of the year, if I'm going to be honest. I didn't know how I was going to get some kids to fit into the piece of just looking like a basketball player. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to dog, I'm not dogging them, but they came a long way. Like some of them, bro, couldn't even do jump stops, layups. Some of them couldn't make layups, you know, so they've came a long way. And then as a team, bro, they've came a farther long way. So it was just mm-hmm. like, I remember the dog days. I remember the days where I was just like, we're going to struggle a lot. And I'm telling them that, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm a type of coach. I keep it real with them from the rip. Like I don't, I don't sugarcoat nothing. I don't talk to them rude, but I talk to them, you know, with reality. So, real, you know, right. So, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, and then we had that tournament, and I was just like, I don't see how we can be as good as we thought we was. Like, and then we come into the season, boom, everything clicks, everything switches, and it, it got to the point, bro, where I could just put up a sign, I could just do any certain thing, and they already knew. Or if the ball go out of bounds, all five guys is looking at me. You know, just the little detailed mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, just made it a team a team. And my point guards was, was basically me out there. You know, they controlled the mm-hmm. things they needed to control. Uh, Mario was the anchor. That's the one you 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 saw, who was the the talk, the one who talked the most. Um, strong. Or... Yeah, strong. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 my anchor. You know, mm-hmm. then Aaron is the 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 one everybody messed with because that's the the athletic director and the football coach's son. QB one. So yes, of course, everybody got to mess with Aaron. And then um, Twin is the the one bro who I can always count on to go get me a stop when I need it somehow, some way. And he always want to guard the best player no matter how much he's getting cooked or how many fouls he got. You know, mm-hmm. so that's just the detail of the starting five. And Malcolm, mm-hmm. Malcolm, I call him my twin because literally every how I acted as a kid in that grade, that's how Malcolm is. You know, so it's, 
it, it's crazy. I can give you a detail about all of them, but it, I love them dudes, man. And, and and for the next four years, I'm excited to see how they turn up their varsity careers. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just going to say because we definitely talked about it on podcasts in the past, like how important it is for a group of kids to kind of be built, like we say, brick by brick from – the lower levels up until the high school ranks. Exactly. That's how winning franchises or schools or whatever you want to call it are built. Like, trust me, I've seen things firsthand where you get a group of kids, they're freshmen. You know where we're from. Like, we expect kids to know certain things about the game of basketball. Exactly. And when they're not doing or knowing the little things like that, it really does make your job that much tougher as a coach. So, like, the group I just seen with you guys last week, like you said, you've had them for two years, so they're built for that next level going to play high school basketball. Like, there's going to be a little bit of a shock based off just different personnel within the coaching ranks, obviously. Like, right. that's how it's supposed to be. A varsity level coach is always going to be a little bit different than an eighth grade coach. That's just right. how it is. But the, the thing um, about us is, is from fifth, not to cut you off, from fifth mm-hmm. on with the varsity, if you ask me, Coach Lowe's probably, yeah. pro- probably the calmest coach they will have. Oh, yeah, because what? You got Marcel, Malik, you, Ike, and then those dudes my up boy top. Flea, my boy Flea, uh, Rayon to him is down there with uh, Malik and um, Nap as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like all of us get on kids' ass. Man. You know, we get mm-hmm. on the head. Like, you mess up, you come out. You know, we yell at you during practice, we do all that. But Coach Lowe, he, I, I've never really seen him yell at the kids. Like, he'll yell, you know, he'll get his point across, but I never see him yell. Like, how I begin on them, I be snapping. Right. I be snapping. I'm not going to lie to you. So, like, his his thing is he'll get you at practice. Like you see, yeah, him. that's that that's kind of what I meant. Like those practices are obviously going to be on a different level because it's it means more. High school basketball is just very important, not only in Mercer County, but like for the coach as well. Yeah, man, like it's just a big game. It's it's that next level. So, like what I saw firsthand, like based off your guys' coaching and just the culture of Farrell, like they're going to be straight moving into high school level basketball. Yes. That's really all you, that's, that's your job. Like obviously you want to win games, right? Yes. But you're also in that position right below the high school level to get those guys ready for varsity, varsity basketball. Like that's, that's an important role, man. And you you did it greatly, man. Appreciate that brother. Take your, take your praise, bro. I, you know, it's crazy, bro. I appreciate it. But I, I still looked at the season. I just, every, you know how it is. We is. Every now and then you just look at something. You be like, man, if I would have did this or maybe had I done this. But right. I mean, 14, 15 and 2, bro, how much how much more can I ask for besides mm-hmm. an undefeated season, you know? And um, the, the, good, the good thing about the system we got going, uh, not only Coach Lowe with the whole program, but Ike and me is – Obviously, they get the Ike is the seventh grade coach, so he gets that group. But the, we practice together, so we right. practice together, we travel together, we play after each other. So everything is literally all season together. So mm-hmm. they get to be up under firsthand. They get to be up under Coach Ike, but they get to see from afar how I coach, but not from really afar. They right there up under it, and right. then, so they got an understanding of how I'm gonna be the next year and what my expectations is. Because my expectations don't change. I don't care who the group is, who the kids is, who they do or don't have. I expect to win every time I step in the gym. Right. Because so, I know how I coach. I know how I prepare them. I know how everything is. So I expect that I got them ready enough to be able to be prepared for, to win a game. So being that the kids see that, they come in with an expectation. You know, and obviously seventh grade is going to be a, a shell shock because when we play most of the tournaments, you can't press for sixth grade. You can only catch well, them at okay. half court. Huh. You can only catch them at half court unless you're down 10. 
and then um and then some other tournaments were allowed to press the whole game. You know, so the kids get both worlds of that. And then mm-hmm. once they move up to seventh grade, like I said, it's a shell shock because you know you're allowed to press the whole game. That's that's low key like jumping from like little league baseball to senior division. Exactly. You bigger, know, bigger field, like bigger lights, whatever. Like everything's just different. And then you know, like the seventh for, is, or like you just said, jumping from eighth to ninth or varsity. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's how it is for them when they jump up to seven. So that's the cool thing about the fact that the little system we run, they get to see firsthand how I want things to be ran for next year, and then they get to see, you know, what I won't tolerate. So mm-hmm. it's all a system, and then I'm working with the kids as well with I, with seventh grade. So. We're coaching each other's kids while coaching right. our own, so it's it's love all around. That's how a program's built, man. It's just that's really what it comes down to. Like, there's expectations, like you said, and they'll either make or break from those expectations based off how you're kind of putting out what you want. And it's like the group I seen, they knew what they were, they knew what you wanted, they knew what Coach Ike wanted, and they executed it. And maybe they didn't have that final game of the year that was kind of hyped up and then taken away. Don't want to talk about it too much, but, like, you can't. <laughs> they like, ducked us, G. Yeah, those kids, though, like, they got to hang their heads high for sure. Great season. Great season. Can't take anything away from them, man. Can't take nothing away. And I'm going to be real with you. We don't got to go into details, but the reason why they won it this last game was because of the way it happened. You right. Know? So, you know, that, that's why I sting a little more, and that's why I, I, I respect these kids and I see the hunger that me and Ike questioned did they have all year. You know, they mm-hmm. could have easily rolled in on their 15-2 and two season and, you know, said, all right, well, we had 15-2. Yeah, we lost to them, but we were still 15-2. and two. But they mm-hmm. said they put that blemish on our record that caused us to get our first loss. So we got to see them some way. We couldn't get no tournaments where they was at. So, you know, what happened, happened. And, and, and once the uh, initial agreement was that we would play, you know, the kids was excited because that's what they wanted. So, mm-hmm. They got hearts of the champions, and, you know, I, I'm here for the rest of their life with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, bro. We might have to try and look more into uh, some AU stuff, though, uh, off pod. Man, I ain't going to lie. I just got an uh, offer to coach, but I got to move my schedule around first as far as work. I hear you. You know, so it's, it's definitely something to look at. Mm-hmm. Definitely we'll, something to talk about off the pod. Too. Yeah, we'll figure it out, bro. Um, And then just another thing with – Here's updates. I think for both of us, like the whole TikTok and the Instagram algorithm, I think we definitely have hit those as of late. I would say over the last month, Mm -hmm. views are up, likes are up, that kind of stuff. So if you guys, whoever's listening, enjoy basketball content, whether it's training, playing, whatever, training, cheesy hoops, trying to definitely be more on my game about putting at least the TikTok stuff out because that's the easy way to grow. We talk about it, but it really is effortless. And me, as, as far as I ain't the TikTok guy, you know, so I, I, I'm i on the Instagram, man. So, you know, we both moving, trying to get mm-hmm. our stuff to move. So, like he said, if you need to, holler at us. We'll shout you out. We'll do anything. Try to help your stuff move. Because, gee, I don't know if you saw it. For the past two, three weeks, I've been getting – um, crazy comments sent at me. <laughs> Real what in regards to what? Did you, sorry, so you saw when Angel Reese played South Carolina, and they yeah. posted that video where she was talking smack when she was at Maryland last year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And she told the girl, "You're not cut like that." So yeah. I commented on the video. I said, "I love it," but she wasn't talking like that against South Carolina. 
So, you know, I'm not dogging her, saying she's dookie or none of that. So, you know, 700 or something people like the comment. Then you got them people who's just, they just got to be the, the, the fire starter. So, uh, I got one person telling me I suck at basketball. Um, I, I'm, I'm uh, what they said? They said, I'm mad at life because I can't get nowhere. So, uh, the farthest I'll ever get is coaching eighth grade kids. Then they said the oh the, my gosh the men's league got coaching. I mean playing is uh, something like this is the same it's person. Bu- said, yeah, bro, like this is the same person saying all the same thing. Man. And then it's like other people, like other people trying to argue as well. I'm like, listen, she wasn't talk like I don't care if South Carolina was doubling her what they was doing. She wasn't talking no smack. No, she wasn't. She, she didn't really have that energy. And you watched the game yourself, bro. She didn't even. She was helping people up. She was looking like shook, like not shook, like scared, but she. Was I mean, she different. was getting. I'm not she gonna was, lie. It was single coverage a lot. Yeah, did. she was getting bumped off the ball crazy. Like it was, it was a tough game. So if you consider Aaliyah Boston locking her up one on one, double team, then so be it. But I feel like Aaliyah Boston showed um, why she was the player of the year mm-hmm. and the level it takes to get there. They play and, at three today, don't they? Yep, they play at three. You know, and you know the people were mad it was you know kind of made the little comment, but yeah, that's the type of stuff we're doing now. You know, like no, that's I was actually gonna tell you that's funny because. I've noticed, like, the more you comment on posts, whether it's, like, Overtime, Falls Life, ESPN, whatever, that can also boost, you, like, eyes on your profile, which will then lead yeah, to – Yeah, because now they want to see what you're – yeah. yeah, but it also yeah. leads to views and followers and anything. So that's definitely a tactic to use for sure. And honestly, bro, I just literally comment on it just for the views. Like, I don't comment on there to, like, try to argue with people go back and forth. Like, I literally comment because I know, like, if I comment, all right, People are going to like the comment, but now they want to see what, you know, did this person know basketball or is he just one of them bums that's talking? You know, like one of them people. That's like a bot. Exactly. So, you know, like you said, it, that's a that's a tactic I was using. But that's then, what your boy Lethal Shooter be on. Exactly. Bro, that's that's why, he's under every single post. Got a blue check and all, still under there, bro. And that's what I'm saying. So if he can still do that and does it, that's why I did. And mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly, bro. Every now and then, it depends what the comment is. I'll go back and argue for a minute. Then I'll just stop. <laughs> you know, like, right. I, I don't even be serious or take it too hard. I just be laughing because I'm like, all right, if I get a couple good jokes in, somebody might think it's funny or they want to go tap into the page. You know, little stuff like that. So right. I have fun with it, bro. No, and honestly, bro, like, not to sound like that, but, like, after a while, it's like the noties kind of come and go. Like, half the time, I don't even see people saying stuff like that to me. Like, I might see one or two of them. But then, like, I just click off it. Like, I don't – Yeah. Like, there, there's so many comments and likes and stuff. It's like, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't have the time to just go back and forth with a bunch of random people either, to be Bro, honest. that's what I told them. I, like, bro, like, it's three weeks later since they – two, three weeks later since they played LSU. And people are still <laughs> so commenting on that ago. post. I said, I said, listen, I told them what I said, bro. It's been two weeks. And 10 million more people said the same comment as me. And you find my comment and respond to mine. Like shut up, go to the next comment that them, was on this this profile's <laughs> post. Like, come on, man. It's just funny, like those posts. Like they must be like coming up hella late on their timeline. You know what I'm saying? Because there's but, one from like the beginning of this high school season. I commented something about Bronny James being like playing at his own pace, blah blah blah. And then obviously with everything going on over the last month or two with him, that post still gets likes. Yes. People responding, whatever. I'm like, okay, like I don't feel like going back to this. This was like three months ago. Exactly. So it's like, where are y'all at in the world? 
or on the Instagram world that you just now seeing this. Really? And let the comment go. Like, bro, like the thing that's pissing me off is like I've I've seen six blatantly six, I counted six comments undermined that literally said the same thing. Same stuff. She didn't have that energy against South Carolina, but she's nice. Well, and, if yours had the most traction or interactions, that's when people were like, Oh, if everyone else is responding to this, I'm gonna respond right, too. Exactly. Type of thing. And I get it. I get it, but it's just like that's what was pissing me off because at the time I didn't have no type of traction. Then it's just like all these comments is coming. So Man. then you know, what I mean, so I'm like, y'all weird. You know what I mean? Right. So excuse me, I had a call, of course. No, but it good. comes to the game, so so I wasn't tripping with it, but it was just like, bro, like, yeah, it's three weeks in, people still coming on, like, go to sleep, go make a post <laughs> of your own. <laughs> tell, tell them to go watch the game today, three p.m. Man, go watch Eastern the game. As we watch, as we win the SEC mm-hmm. title, you know. But hey. yeah, man, it is what it is. It's all love. Go follow us, Jeezy Hoops and Breaking Barriers Trainers, all one, both uh, pages. Go, yes, sir, go, yes, sir. You know, go find us on Instagram, man. We'll follow back. And you'll be seeing us. That's that's the fun thing to look forward to. Um, yes, sir. Let's see, man. Before our ever so important commercial break. <laughs> one we got to make another one too if anybody wants to tap in with us and kind of have an ad within our weekly bi-weekly whenever we drop episodes tap in with us promoting a business your brand your profile your athletics whatever you're trying to do in life hit us up either gz who's breaking marriage training it's easy for us to kind of manipulate and put something in for you guys unless you want to type something for us too that always works we make everything work and happen. That's all. Just mm-hmm. tap in and we'll we'll get it we'll get it going. And we ain't it ain't like we sit up here charging no million bucks for no little commercial. Like we just trying to nah. help everybody else. We want to actually have a new commercial instead of just ours, and we want to help everybody else expand. So tap right. in with us. We know the game. We've been doing this for like two years, almost three years. So yeah, man. Nah, let's. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about the importance of watching like actual basketball games, not just clips. Right. But we'll talk about that after the commercial break. All right, let's get it. And we're back from that three-year-old commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get a new one here for, before next episode. We probably yikes, yikes, um, yikes, yikes. Nah, bro. But we've obviously talked about this before, but I just want to reiterate it here now with. It being March with so much great basketball on, right. not just in the college ranks, although March Madness obviously gets most of the hype, but within the high school level, pro, the NBA is starting to pick up. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but right. I actually made a TikTok, a video about this yesterday, just something that came to mind and something, like I said, we touched on before, like if you want to be good at the game of basketball and you want to learn the game of basketball, the easiest thing you can do is watch, and when I say watch basketball, I mean watch basketball games, not just highlights, not mixes, not clips, basketball games. Now, definitely, bro. It's just funny to me because you can definitely, especially I think we're preaching to like the more youth hoopers out there, you can tell when kids watch mixtapes versus they actually watch the game and understand the game. No, nah, that's facts. That's facts. Because my group, we argued with my group about that all year. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, they'll watch the highlights. But, oh, he's cold. He's cold. But is he really? Or did he just get 20 that game? And then, like, he probably didn't have no more 20-point games. You know, like, 
did he have a breakout game? Like, how was he used? Little things mm-hmm. like that. You know, we try to detail the kids and, you know, kind of quiz them on watching basketball. But, you know, like, we we almost to the point now where, like, if it's not college basketball or your own high school team, like, we don't really tell them to watch pro basketball because they didn't try to make the pro moves, of course. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, we'll, we'll kind of challenge them to watch that or almost watch their own film and mm-hmm. critique what they did wrong. No, 100% because, I mean – the NBA level, like, obviously those are the highest paid and skill level dudes in the world at playing basketball, right? Exactly, exactly. But the mannerisms and the way they play, the high pick and roll, everything like that, that doesn't always work within grade school basketball, high school basketball, even college ball. You see it night in, night out. So, like, <laughs> if you as a younger hooper are trying to learn and trying to figure out where I need to be on the floor, how I need to move on the floor, what I should do if I don't have the basketball in my hands, please watch high school basketball. Please watch college basketball. Like, there are so many. I mean, you talked about it a little bit ago. Like, the women's conference championships are today as we're recording this. The men's conference tournament begins next week. I mean, this is the epitome of basketball on all levels. And it's like, you can't just watch the highlights when you're scrolling through Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I promise you. You're not a real hoop fan or a hoop junkie if that's all you do. No, not at all, bro. And it's like, like you said, this is the best basketball of the season because it's for all the marbles, bro. And some teams need to win in order to get to the big dance or even try for the big dance. And it's like, um, I was just on Facebook today and I was watching South Carolina and not watching them, but I was looking and um, a, a post came up and Aaliyah Boston was talking about, they asked her how she, they finished the regular season undefeated. And she said that it's no relief because now they're in the basketball where you can't lose or your season's mm-hmm. over, you know, and even though she won one national championship, everybody is obviously feeling like, even though she didn't say it personally, they feel like she's leaving to go to the WNBA draft next year. So mm-hmm. obviously as a true champion and competitor, she was going to want to go back to back. So you know, like you said, this is the best basketball, and, and they're playing the best basketball. It's the only undefeated team left in either women's or men's basketball. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you th- there'll be a good game today at three and probably other times uh, for women's basketball. Then, like you said, starting next week is the men's. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, like there were so many games, collegiate games on the men's side yesterday. If you didn't sit down and at least watch a half of basketball, and you call yourself a hooper, like, you kind of got to rethink yourself or rethink that title, to be honest. It just <laughs> – it, it brings me back, though, because, like, I remember Coach Mancino, shout out to Coach, was actually able to see him this past week while I was back home, too. He would literally be like, okay, this game is on ESPN. This game is on ESPN2. This game is on the ACC Network. Pick one and watch it tonight, even if it's just a half, and let me know what you learn. And that's kind of what I want to – like give to it's like free game any kids that listen to our podcast try and implement that into your nightly routine as well especially during march bro like if you don't get up for this stuff and you don't want to learn and be excited about this stuff it's just i don't know man what type of basketball fan are you are you just Mm -hmm. a basketball fan who a fair weather one like when it's basketball season that's when you touch the basketball that's when you practice every day that's when you you know watch a little bit of basketball and you're locked in. And then as soon as this, your season is over, there's not a lick of basketball. In you. mm-hmm. You're on the life, you know, and it's, 
this what separates it, you know, just like in basketball season when, you know, you have open gyms and everybody want to be a basketball player. And then, you know, the real season come, you got to start running. You got to start um, basically committing yourself to a team. Then, you know, that, that separates guys and watching basketball games at night when really you could be playing video games that separates who the hoopers is, you know? Mm-hmm. So like you said, bro, it's just, I feel like we was a little more advanced from that you know, watching the game and understanding that that's a high-level basketball we watching. 100%, bro. Like, honestly, even this morning, I, I found – I told you, but I found an open run out here in South Hills. Um, it's every Sunday from 8 to 10. Cool, cool basketball. I yeah. would say, I mean, not the highest level, but it was just good to get up and down. Of course. Um, But it's always interesting. Like, when I meet new people through the game, they're like, oh, like, one, where did you play? I didn't. Like collegially, <laughs> two like oh like you know how to do this that the third it's like yeah like I've played a lot of basketball and I've also watched a lot of basketball like I know where to be on the court I'm not it's like second nature and that's just not to my own horn but like if you really are about this game that's how you got to be right you don't always gotta go to college and play college ball to be somebody like there's guys out here who never play high school ball and can go and hoop at a brick league mm-hmm. you know it's it's like, yes, you need the fundamentals and the little details in order to be able to, you know, like I said, separate yourself. But honestly, um, I, I hate when people ask, like, where'd you go? Or why didn't you do that? Like, right. we played enough basketball from elementary up to high school and watched enough and played a- enough AU mm-hmm. to understand the game. We had coaches to teach us the game, you know? So it's like, I don't know, but I feel like that's a loss sauce it's lost the sauce in the game now as far as kids watching the game it is and like i get it like basketball games they're long like you don't always got time to just sit on the couch and watch you got homework you got practice you got to get up early for school whatever but like like i said just watch like a half watch a quarter anything like that man anything is gonna help you out don't just scroll through social media and see highlights from the games or even like your content creators that you like to watch like I mean, we talk about it, but, like, has he God? Like, obviously, he's a bucket, but, like, the stuff he does. Come on, man. You can't be doing that in a real regulation basketball game. So, it's but like. The thing about it is, he be getting locked up sometimes, and he don't post that. You know what I mean? He be no. Mad. He get mad when he get locked up, and it's no knock to him. But, you know, like 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 your boy Devin, uh, like your boy Devin Lab or even um, Frigo, you know, like, they'll post their embarrassing clips. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They'll post when they get locked up or something. Why can't De- uh, why can't Hizzy God do it? Because honestly, bro, like, they're true to the game where other individuals are just more about getting clips, getting likes, getting views, getting money. And he does so, the same move, honestly, bro. Like this I know. Move, My boy locked him up, bro, and clicked him, and he was mad. <laughs> he wanted to fight after. It was recently, too, right? Yeah. It was that one clip I sent you where he was cooking. The celebrity game. Yeah, that um, A. Heath dude from uh, Alex Heath from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. The P League. Yeah, he'd be cooking dudes in there. And he was cooking Hezzy, and Hezzy got mad. Wanted to fight. So He was guarding full court. <laughs> 94 feet type stuff. Uh, yeah, but bro. I bet you you're a boy. Like, he grew up watching basketball. That's why. Like, he knows that's going to be an annoyance, so I'm going to do it to win the game. Definitely. And he's a true right. Uber, too. He's a true Uber, too. You know, mm-hmm. hooped at college. Like, I mean, like, it don't matter, like we said, but he hooped at college. So, you know, mm-hmm. he understood what it took to 
make a jump in, you know, besides the God-given talent he got, he understood the little details that took into it. Mm-hmm. It's just levels to it, man. Just like anything in life, like you want to gain some sort of advantage. And I promise you one advantage in the game of basketball is knowing the game of basketball. Right. Maybe seeing things that not every guy or gal sees on the court. And to do that, you need to watch the game, man. So free game, just watch basketball. Simple as that. Um, for sure, for sure. I know I put Pitt in the graphic. That was really just kind of to, like, signify that I moved back to Pittsburgh more than talking about Pitt basketball, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'll touch on them real quick. They ended up losing yesterday to Miami by two. So now Miami is the regular season ACC champion. I mean, good for them, Are they I the co-champs? I thought I saw co-champs. No, I'm pr- – well, I think – no, so since Miami beat them – well, actually, I don't know. Because Pitt beat them – yeah, you're right. Pitt beat them earlier in the year. Because I saw something that said co-champ, but I didn't see the team that it was co-champs with. I mean, it was going to be between those two and Virginia initially, right. but then Pitt and Miami won the season series against Virginia – so then so I think it was essentially between them two. So, yeah, I don't even know. But all I know is it was the first time Pitt was ranked in the top 25 since 2015-16. Wow. Um, Coach Capel got them rolling, got them playing good ball finally. I mean, someone said it best the other day. I was listening to, like, an actual Pittsburgh sports show. He was saying, like, Capel's always been a good coach, and he's always had good players at Pitt in his tenure, but he's never had – coachable players where this season they do with all them grad transfers and transfers and whatnot. So, exactly. And I, I, I wouldn't want to see Pitt. Real. I wouldn't want to see Pitt late in March, to be honest. Nah. Not at all. Not at all, bro, because Nelly is killing, bro. I know. Like, with the talent they got and just the experience they all have from different uh, programs, like, it's not like your standard whatever seed they're going to end up being. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And they got definitely more than enough wins. Oh, you yeah. Know, to um, make a push, honestly. For sure. And I just feel like, bro, they could make a little run. And they, they, and they definitely are ACC regular season co-champs, Miami is. You, okay, good. Yeah, because I'm, I'm on their page right now. So it says regular season co-champs. Pitt in Miami. It just says Miami on it because it's on their regular. Um, it's on their page. Uh, okay, okay. But I'm about okay. to actually Google it while we're still going. Yeah, I mean, end all be all. It's been a phenomenal regular season for them, and hopefully, I mean, who knows? They might win the ACC tournament this next week. That'd be crazy. Man, bro, like, oh man, imagine if Pittsburgh brought it back. Like, imagine if Coach bought it back, bro. No, it'd be wild, especially because, like, Duke and UNC, they're not playing at the highest level as we're accustomed to them playing. They battled it out yesterday, Duke beating them by five, which is interesting because now Coach John Shire swept UNC in his first year when, obviously, UNC beat Duke a couple times last year in two meaningful games. Um, Right, right. So it kind of comes full circle, I guess. I don't know. I just find it – I mean, did they lose I, – I mean, obviously you wouldn't really know because they're the rival, but did UNC lose that much? This season? Yeah. Yeah, they've lost – I i don't know how many games to the number, but, like, they started out super slow. 
yeah, super slow. Because I'm like, I'm like, how you go from a national championship last year to like you barely winning games, bro? All egos, like honestly, all those guys came back with, at least on paper, it sounded like the idea of okay, let's run it back, let's win the whole thing. Right. But in reality, they all came back to make money with the NIL stuff and to just try and expand their personal brands moving into the professionals. I don't think they really, like – I mean, obviously, I don't know the kids one-on-one, but, like, I don't think they're really all about the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, then. Because I've been meaning to ask you that behind, you know, the scenes, but I never really got to, around to it. But I'm reading up on this, bro. I don't really say who they call. I'm guessing it is Pitt. I would guess it's Pitt. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm UNC's a, 19 and 12, bro. Seventh in the ACC. Yeah, so let me look. Because this is, this is honestly getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> so the ACC standings is... So the standings... Miami is 7 and 4, Virginia... Oh, no, wait. 16 and... One, bro, hold on. Oh, it might be Virginia. Might be Virginia. Is it Virginia? Virginia is twenty three and six, and then Miami is twenty four and six. Mm. And then their home record is sixteen and one. The record away is seven and four. Virginia's is fifteen and one, six and five. Yeah. Okay, I see it too. Earn a share of the ACC regular season title with Virginia. Okay. Then see, I didn't see where. I'm looking. I'm like, who's do they share it with? And they don't say. But okay. so I think if Pitt would have won, though, I don't know if they'd be the co. Champs, or maybe maybe that's what I heard. Maybe they beat Virginia. I don't even know. I, I don't know. We sound crazy. We definitely do. <laughs> but this is this is actually good for the pod because this is on air live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. But um, but no, I I think if anything, it probably would have just had Virginia flat out win it, or they would have probably co-champ with Virginia. Mm. But oh well. Regardless, like we said, bro, great regular season for Pitt. I'm excited to see what they do in the ACC tourney and then moving forward into the big dance. I mean, and hopefully Pitt as a program is going to continue to flourish off this year. Right, for sure. I mean, you know, hopefully everything's all right with him. They got Dior coming back next year, I I would think. Right. Now Um, we'll definitely have to go to a game, bro, now that I'm right here. Oh man, for sure we could get Pearson the Event tickets. Center, bro. It's like twenty minutes from here, twenty five minutes. We could get the season tickets for real, so that way we ain't got to worry about dealing with what I dealt with going to Kent. <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. You might have to talk about that real quick on the show. Oh my god, bro! Here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. So listen, everybody else that ever went to a Kent State game never told us how. They had to buy tickets online because they never did. They go there, they buy them there, boom, they get in. Mm-hmm. So me, I, you know, we was already talking about during the season we wanted to take the kids to go see a game, but obviously we was in our own season and the way our season was going, you know, we was on a good thing going We and we couldn't get to the games because most mm-hmm. of the times they would play when we practice or they have a game um, when we got a game. So long story short, me and Ike take Mario and Malcolm and, Malcolm's little brother, Mikey, we, we was going to take them to the Kent State game for senior night against Akron. Mm-hmm. Pouring down rain the whole way there. Ike's driving like a bat. We in the Batmobile. <laughs> we up in there just hot as a mug, tired. Everybody sleep except Ike dang there. So we get there, boom. Ike doesn't know how to get to the gym. So... None of us know how to get to just we ride around. We finally find it. 
Then it's so packed, Ike has to park all the way across from where the gym is. Mm-hmm. So, bro, we run. We run in the rain. My face cold. Everything's wet except my drawers. So I'm just sitting there soaked. We finally get to the gym and we ask. Or inside where the gym is. Um, what do we buy the tickets? And the dude looks at us and is like, the tickets might be sold out. He said, unless you uh, are a student and you got a, you know, a, a pass to get in or whatever, the tickets are sold out. Go outside and check. Man. Bro, we stand outside for like five minutes. Finally, the lady looks, she's looking at us all the time. Finally, like one of them knock, like you just going to stare at us. She opens the window real quick and says, we're sold out. Close the window back. Bro, we had to run all the way back to the car. That is crazy. And go all the way back home. Good thing it was only like... And that's not just like a quick ride down the road. It's not. It was like an hour from the crib, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was something to laugh about, I guess. Once For you sure. Got it's an experience. Mad. I guess now, now everyone knows you got to pre-order them tickets. And it was a Sometimes. rivalry game, senior yeah, exactly. night type stuff. Exactly. Like Exactly. So we should have knew our due diligence, but, I mean, like I said, my boy Trent, he lived out in Cali. Shout out to Trent. Like he, he just mm-hmm. was. He, he was just here uh, two months ago for our birthdays, and he um literally went to a Kent State game, bro. Like he literally went to a Kent State game, didn't order no ticket or nothing. Went and pulled up to the game. It was there. Walked right in. Him and Saf went in, bought a ticket at the game. So you know that's what I'm anticipating. But now I know. Right now, the whole world knows, bro. Yeah, man, nah. take a, take advice from me. Just <laughs> this is this is an advice giving podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, oh, couple couple things real quick before we hop off out, out of here, man. Just in regards to the NBA, obviously over the last month there's been a lot trades, the All Star break, everything in between. I mean, right. I got Phoenix and Dallas on right now as we're recording. So Kevin Durant playing for the Phoenix Suns now. Do you think they're the best in the West? I kind of got to say it. Like people say no. People feel like the Nuggets are, but how do the Nuggets got anybody that could stop Devin Booker or Kevin Durant when they're both able to get a bucket at any moment? Any moment. And honestly, bro, they're both not selfish as much as they should be. They're not. Did you see Devin Booker's tweet from years ago when he said Kevin Durant is my favorite player in the Mm -hmm. world? Mm-hmm. So if he's saying that, then what makes you think he's gonna be extra selfish? Even though that is his team, he's been there since he got drafted. What makes you think he's gonna sit there and make Kevin Durant defer to him? Even though uh, Kevin Durant's gonna do that, you know what I mean? Right. But it's it's like a, a mutual thing. It's an understanding of this is your team. You've been the catalyst, lead catalyst of this. I'm just, you know, I'm just here to to play basketball and do what I'm supposed to do. I think that's like the. Like, one of the high notes of Kevin Durant as a hooper, like, he can really play anywhere with anybody. Like, obviously based off his skill set and his ability to score the basketball, but it's also, like, the way he plays. He doesn't need to chuck up 40 shots every game. Exactly. He very much could. And, like, we've seen seen him do that, but we've also seen him just play a role, which, I mean, that's off to him just being an actual basketball player (laughs) in those regards. Bro, he said it in a podcast. He said, um, he said, like, I take heed of being able to play with anybody. I feel like I could play with anybody anywhere in the world. Like, I could just pull up and play basketball. You know what I mean? And it's like, 
I feel like, like you said, that honestly shows like how he took over with the Team USA team and Olympics mm-hmm. the past year, the past time they was out there. We don't win that without him. No. Um, and then um, like he's like 13th or something on the scoring list, and like you said, he don't even take a lot of shots. And look how many times he's been injured compared to LeBron. And I mean, I don't feel like he'll catch LeBron's record, but there's a chance he could be at sitting at number three or two. By oh time yeah, he easily, bro, easily. I mean, pe- people might argue me, but he might be able to catch LeBron's record. You never know. Yeah, you know? I think a lot of it depends on like LeBron, like when he really hangs it up. You know what I'm yep. saying? And him slowing down. Mm-hmm. You know. But, I mean, um, he's hurt now, but it's like low key, bro. I feel like he's been hurt for a minute. He just wanted to break that record. Now they broke it. He's like, all right, like, let me actually get myself right in case we do make, like, a little bit of a playoff push, which I don't know if I really see that anyway. But I think he's just being smart. And he wants to see Bronny throughout his senior year, too, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, as he should. So, I mean, you know, uh, I didn't want to really change the subject or not, you know. But, it's, you know, like like you said, Kevin Durant definitely can't play anywhere mm-hmm. in this it's no, don't like, worry. Le- LeBron, him breaking the record was the next bullet point anyway. He's just going <laughs> to pivot right there. Yeah, um, so, you know, we'll just go over to that. But, um, you know, how about Bron getting to see Bronny's senior year? I feel like that's dope. Super cool. I mean, especially and for the people that hate on Bronny, we've talked about it in recent episodes. It's I'll like just shut y'all goofy asses up. It is weird because, like, people are now, like, asking how many, how many playoff games do these guys get. Like, they lost X amount of times, whatever. And now they that I understand California is the biggest state. Yeah, bro. Like, it's a different game. It's not like the PIAA. It's not like back here where if you lose in the first round, like, you're done. Like, there's so many different, like, tiers out there. Right. Obviously, all, yeah. it's just – it's crazy how much basketball there really is, but it's cool. Like, it gives all those kids that much more opportunity to hoop. And honestly, bro, you got to think about it. They've won the amount of games to be able to get themselves to. If they don't win this game, mm-hmm. then they could play on the loser side. Right. So you know they play Notre Dame coming up for the fourth time. Um, mm-hmm. And Notre Dame's with that Dusty Stromer, right? Yeah. White kid. Yeah. They got a couple guys for Sierra Canyon out, so you know most likely this will be his last game unless he can have a great game and they could play Dan or a perfect game. But you know, even if he didn't, he's a game away from states, bro. Mm-hmm. I hope so, bro. I mean, what, last night he had 21. LeBron, LeBron was able to be there. Like, I mean, you can't knock LeBron for wanting to be there for his kid either. Like, that's just right. – that's, that's why I've seen people yeah, tweeting. I see, yeah, I see somebody say he's injured and he's walking fine. The injury was a fake just so he could go to his son's game. I mean – Even if it was, like – He's not going to the playoffs. He broke the record. Um, like, what more do you want? Right. Like, like, like how, how many t- moments has he missed of his kid's life for being LeBron James and being Come on, man. in the finals, being overseas for the Olympics, like everything? So it's like, on, bro. let them have their moment, bro. Come Him, on. And honestly, bro, like, I, I'm starting to see it as the game transitions. He, he is slowing down in the game. Like, yeah, he, he's still able to drop 40 whenever he wants. But at the same time, he's starting to get hurt more than ever. Mm-hmm. Like, like for him to say he heard is. it pop, for him to say he heard it pop, like he's not gonna make that up. I don't feel like. Nah. And he had a boot on, like he was on the scooter, right? So, so I mean, hopefully he gets back soon and is healthy and he can play high level ball. KD, I'm w- witnessing it right now. He's hooping right now for Phoenix. He's a hooper. That's all it is. You can say. One more thing, your boy, John Morant. Uh, what is he doing, bro? Listen, I did see Paul Pierce say this, and I'm not going to sit here and make it sound like I 
commend what Jaw did, but Paul Pierce do have a point. Um, like he said, Jaw just got to learn from it, but um, he's not going to throw him under the bus or act like he's um, worthless or like now we should just, you know, cancel him because as a rich person, you really are a target. So we mm-hmm. don't know what type of DMs he get because like if you notice, you can't tag him on um, Twitter or Instagram because, you know, he don't want to see the hate. So we don't know what type of mail or, or anything he can get behind closed doors. We don't know none of that. So right. I will say, like, because Paul Pierce said a good point. He, after he got stabbed, he was paranoid. Like, he didn't want to be out. And, you know, for him to get stabbed, he's a basketball player. What could he really be in? You mm-hmm. know, so, like, like we don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. But then if he do got that stupid side where he's just trying to prove that he's too tough, he need to just tone it down and, and be the special player he is because he could really be something special. He, yeah, he is something special, and obviously he just launched that deal with Nike. The John Ones just came out a couple months ago. Like, uh, I mean, the statement they released, like him apologizing and say he's going to get help to learn from what he's doing and kind of deal with stress and mental health, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I just hope that's true because that's nothing to mess around with for sure. Like we've talked about it before, but I mean, I did like all the guys – whether they're NBA players, ex-NBA players, NFL players, ex-NFL, like everyone's in the media kind of tweeting about it yesterday saying, like, we shouldn't be tearing him down. Like, we need to reach out to John, make sure he's cool and try and yeah. help him in any way because, like, obviously a lot of people want to be in his shoes. his shoes right now. They want to yeah. be a professional basketball player playing at the highest level, killing the game night in, night out. But – there's stress that comes with that. There's pressure that comes with that. So hopefully he can kind of figure it out and man, what? just for clean sure. up the act a little bit, man. I mean, there's for no sure. excuse for what he did, but Same you can't time. just you can't just like cancel him either. That, and that's the thing that kills me. Like I did see my cousin say this, and I will admit she got a point. It's crazy how they was quick to cancel and get rid of Kyrie. Nike was for mm-hmm. posting a picture or whatever he posted, but then Jaw gets caught physically with a gun and. What Nike did, Nike. What they said, like we're aware of the, the posting on social media. We hope Jaw gets help. Blah blah. It was something like that, like a clean so cut, why like auto generated text. You know, why couldn't Kyrie get help? Yeah, bro. It it is messed up, man. So, I mean, we don't want to talk about that too much. Yeah, Hopefully, sure. Jaw's cool. He learns from it. We can kind of forget about this type of stuff, and everyone just gets back to playing the game we all love and. Playoffs are coming soon. March Madness is here. Man, we'll definitely be giving tastes basketball. throughout, yeah, throughout the month of March and moving forward. But I know it's been a little bit, but we had to get back to the Breaking Barriers Pod episode eighty three. We're dropping it today, and yeah, bro, you got anything else? Nah, man, just thank you to everybody who taps in. Thank you to Anchor, Apple, Spotify, all y'all who put us out there to be heard. And um, I'm gonna get this up and about to tap into my lady game cock, bro. Right, perfect timing, honestly. For sure. So I'm going to talk with you.